Hello, 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 and welcome, or welcome back to the Unfreeze podcast. I am your host, Zoe. I am coming to you from Ho Chi Minh in Vietnam, where I am for the weekend. So if you can hear beeping in the background, that is the crazy streets of Vietnam. It's not some new feature or theme tune I've got going on. That is literally just beeping outside my window. But we are going to proceed. The show must go on. We have an episode of Unfreeze to do, and it's a really exciting one because today we are breaking down the question, what do you do just to be seen as cool? And initially, you might be thinking, what an accusation, Zoe. There is nothing I just do to seem cool. And listen, maybe you are an anomaly. Maybe you are one in a thousand. But I do think that for lots and lots and lots of us, we definitely do things we might not otherwise do if we truly deep down did not care what other people thought of us or we didn't feel at least some desire to come across as quote unquote cool for whatever reason. And I do think it can be really subtle, this pressure to come across as cool, because I know for me, there are things that at first glance, I think I do them because I enjoy them or because they come naturally to me or because I don't even think them through and I just do them. But when I truly drill down and when I get honest with myself, I do realize that I do them in part because I want to be seen a certain way by other people. I want to give off whatever perception. And I feel like I'm not alone in that. I hope I'm not alone in that. So in other words, this episode is about if no one was watching you or no one would ever know are there some things about your life you would do differently because you'd no longer feel any pressure to come across to anyone as cool? And it's not about catching yourself out. Instead, I think it's about really reflecting on whether there's anything you force yourself to do or whether there are, I guess, decisions you force yourself to make in the name of being cool. And if there are, don't get angry at yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Use this episode to reflect on whether those things make you happy. And they might make you happy. But if they don't, if they don't make you feel good, ask yourself why you're doing them. Is there any point being seen as cool if you are having to do things which don't align to you or don't bring you joy just to get this title of being quote unquote cool? So use this episode to start asking yourself basically what you truly want, not what makes you cool, but what makes you happy. So maybe next time, I don't know, someone invites you to the club night or the group holiday or next time you're making weekend plans or whatever it is, ask yourself whether you really want to do the thing you find yourself immediately wanting to say yes to or whether you just feel pressure to do whatever it is, to be cool. And I promise you that even though it can seem really scary at first to start doing what makes you happy instead of what makes you cool, living in alignment with yourself and not forcing yourself to do things is literally the most freeing thing in the world. And it feels so good. And I do think you start to realize that Anyone who doesn't like the version of you that's not trying to be cool and is just trying to be happy and is just trying to be yourself, those people aren't meant for you. If someone doesn't accept you for you, they are not your people and that's totally okay. The people you want around you are the ones who are attracted to you when you're doing what makes you happy or you're doing whatever 
aligns with you. So what we are going to do in this episode is we're going to run through some topics which my board of directors thought were some common things people do in the name of being cool, which they might not actually enjoy deep down. And maybe you do listen and you're like, no, actually deep down, I do enjoy that thing. I don't just do it to be cool. And that's awesome. Go you. Love that. But maybe there are equally some topics which you hear and you're like, oh, I never thought about whether that makes me happy or whether I just feel pressure to do that thing because I don't want to seem lame. So this is just food for thought. And also, if you're wondering who my board of directors are, it's a totally made up concept. It's not actually a thing, but it's, it's kind of a thing in my head, if that counts for something. They are just a group of people in my life that I like to consult on podcast topics and bounce ideas off. The director of the board changes seasonally depending on who I most feel like annoying with questions at any point in time. I will say that Louisa has been my my sister Louisa for anyone who is not a frequent listener. She's been on the podcast a few times and we always have so much fun. But Louisa has been particularly responsive to my questions about the podcast lately. So she's probably the current chairperson of the board but it does change from time to time. So Louisa, if you're listening, stay on your toes. Okay, moving on with some random Zoe updates before we get into this episode. As I mentioned, I am in Ho Chi Minh, which is just unbelievably exciting. I feel so lucky to be here. The vibe is so good. I've never been to Vietnam, so I'm just loving walking the streets and exploring. I won't lie, so many people gave me recommendations, which I was extremely grateful for, but it was a little bit overwhelming. And the way I like to travel is to book some restaurants and maybe have like a few things to do. But other than that, just vibe, like go walk around, go to coffee shops, soak it all in. I'm not really one for an action-packed schedule or overly touristy stuff or anything that gives off school trip vibes. If I have to pack a backpack, I'm stressed out. I just I just don't like the notion of having a backpack. If you are a regular listener, firstly, I love you. And secondly, you will also remember that my bag, when I went away for the holidays, weighed 30 kilograms for eight days. No, you did not hear that wrong. It was a real problem, 30 freaking kilograms. So I have decided that new year, new me. I'm not going to say I'm I'm exactly packing light, but I'm packing lighter. So for two nights, I literally just bought a carry-on suitcase. My boyfriend James still thought I was bringing so much stuff, but he just doesn't understand. I need my supplies. I need my face wash. I need an extra pair of shoes just in case I have a last minute outfit change or whatever. I don't really know. So I was very proud of the bag being light. James wasn't as impressed. That's fine. A girl can only do what a girl can do. Other random Zoe update I want to share is that I did an Instagram story earlier this week where I asked people, what are you manifesting for February? And oh my goodness, the responses lit me up so much. Side note, I am so bad at spelling, I can't spell February. That is the word I have just admitted defeat on. I will never be able to spell. It is so confusing. If you relate to that, let me know. Anyways, back to what people are manifesting for February. The responses lit me up so much. A couple of people said they were looking for a new place to live, as in a new apartment, a new rental place, whatever. That is also 
my manifestation. I'm manifesting a new rental place in Singapore, somewhere where I just feel a peaceful vibe, somewhere where I can cook, somewhere where I can hang and chill. The place I'm in is great for what I needed it to be, which is basically like somewhere to live when I first moved to Singapore but I want something more permanent and somewhere I can kind of invest in making it the vibe I want it to be. I love how I'm treating you guys as property agents like I'm telling you what I want in case someone has a free apartment in Singapore. If you do let me know because that would be great but I'm, I'm not holding out hopes. There were also a lot of responses from people saying that they wanted to strengthen relationships, which I am so here for. People spoke about romantic relationships and friendships. Know your worth, people. Remember, you should not be settling because you are a superstar. And then, oh my goodness, the best response by Miles. My dad responded. I didn't even know he knew how to use the question box on Instagram. But he said that he was manifesting going to Bali with his special girl, plot twist I am his special girl in case you didn't know that is me obviously my sister's also a special girl and and my mom but he was talking about me everyone thought it was my boyfriend saying Molly and I was like no guys it's my dad which I kind of love but yes that is just some inspo to get you thinking about what you want to manifest for February because the possibilities are endless and it's very exciting. So with that, we're going to get into the episode. As ever, if you have thoughts, questions, queries, ideas, if you want to reach out, it's at Wonderfully Zoe on TikTok and Instagram, www.unfreezepod.com. And don't forget to rate the podcast. First thing I want to chat through, which I think some people including myself at points of time in my life do in the name of being cool is to not own their hobbies. I think people have this misconception that it is lame to have hobbies and basically if you are in your 20s you shouldn't like anything other than I don't know drinking, socializing and complaining about work and all that stuff but I literally think it is the coolest thing when people have hobbies which they are so into and which they're willing to tell you about and share their interest with you. Anything from chess to cycling to cooking to a YouTube channel, I don't care what it is, I just think it's so expanding when people have hobbies that they are into. So if you have a hobby, don't stop yourself from doing it if it lights you up because you're worried that it's not cool. Number one, who cares? And number two, the coolest thing you can do in the world is to be your authentic self. And if that involves a hobby, do it. I think there's a reason so many of us give up hobbies we take up when we're younger, like dance or a team sport or art. It's because we start to care more and more what people think and we try and copy the crowd and we try and stick to the mainstream. So if everyone else isn't doing it, we're suddenly like, I shouldn't be doing this. I need to give it up. But hobbies can bring so much joy to your life. Reading, I don't know whether that counts as a hobby, but it is to me, according to me, me, myself and I, the rules of Zobieland, reading is a hobby and it's a hobby I love so much. I'm also super interested in politics. I'm not overly political, but I'm just interested in politics, following politics, political systems. And I used to think that made me such a nerd, but now I just don't care. Like it's part of me. And if anyone thinks that's lame, that's kind of their problem. It's not my problem. And it's something that I find interesting and that lights me up. So I'm just going to go with it. 
And equally, I have the podcast, I post on Instagram, I put myself out there in that way because that is a hobby that makes me so happy. It fills up my cup. I connect with interesting people through it. And I delayed starting all of that because I was worried that it would look embarrassing or that people who I met three years ago would judge me for it or whatever. And then I suddenly realized, am I really going to live a life where I don't nurture my hobbies and I don't do the things I'm interested in or do the things I'm passionate about because I'm scared about judgment from others when the reality is people are probably not watching you nearly half as closely as you think they are. And speaking of passions, I also think it's similar for passions. People think that it's lame to be passionate about something. So they dull down their passions or their interests and pretend they're not really as into something as they are. But again, own your passions. You don't have to shove them in people's faces per se, but you also don't need to feel like they are parts of you you have to hide. As I keep saying, your authentic self is your best self. I just banged my wrist on the table because I felt so passionate about that. But your authentic self is your best self. So be that version of you. Next thing I want to talk about, which is kind of close to my heart or close to home. I don't know what the right saying is, but basically it resonates with me a lot is a lot of people think that it's cool to come across as spontaneous and chilled out. So they force themselves to try and appear that way when maybe that's not them and that's okay. There are people in this world who really do love spontaneity and they are spontaneous and they're naturally more chilled out for whatever reason. But if that's not you, don't pretend to be that way. You don't have to put on a facade. You can just be yourself, even if that's not super spontaneous and not super chilled out. I also do think that we're all spontaneous and chilled out about different things. I literally get stressed if there is a speck of dirt on my bed sheets, yet I'm super chill about moving across the world from London to Singapore. So that's an example of where it just depends on who you are and what kind of things bother you. And for me personally, I used to feel so much pressure to hide the parts of myself which I thought were uptight or high key or stressful. But now I realize that they are parts of me and I don't have to judge those parts of me. I can accept them and love them and grow with them. So yeah, I don't think I need to pretend anymore that I am not going to be bothered by dirt being on my bed. It is something that bothers me and that is okay, I am more bothered by dirt on my bed than the average person. And that is part of what it means to be Zoe Carton. Equally for spontaneity, if you are the kind of person who thrives off last minute plans, spontaneous nights out, not having a plan, that is fantabulous. Mixture between fantastic and fabulous. I love that word. But if you are someone who likes to know what is happening, who likes to have a plan or who gets unsettled by things changing, that is okay own that about you. It's part of what makes you you. It's part of what makes you special. It's part of what makes you unique. As I say, we're all chilled out in some ways and not chilled out in different ways, but you really got to lean into owning the parts of you which are not chilled out because honestly, it's so liberating not to kind of like disown those parts and to just embrace them. I have embraced those parts of me. It's been really fun. They're the parts of me that loves doing tons of research on things before I try them. The parts of me that loves to fully understand everything I do, ask tons of questions. 
and that's just me. It doesn't mean we can't grow, it doesn't mean we can't evolve, but we can grow and evolve whilst accepting all parts of ourselves. Okay, next one is something I know a lot of people relate to, judging by the number of DMs I get about this topic. So many of us think that it's cool to be a party person and to say yes to more than we want to do, to drink more alcohol than we want to, to stay up later than we want to, ETC. Basically, we think going out loads and being a partier makes us come across as cool. I think especially in our 20s, there is this pressure to quote unquote, live it up by going out loads and getting drunk and doing all that stuff. And if that is what you find fun, go for it. But if you don't find that fun or you don't find it as fun as you used to or whatever, stop forcing yourself to do it. Doing shots does not make you cool. What is cool is being yourself and saying yes to the shot when you want to say yes to the shot and no to the shot when you don't want to say yes to the shot. And even if being yourself wasn't cool, which by the way, it is, wouldn't you rather be happy and enjoy life than be cool? And I do recognize it's not a binary thing. For most people, it's not that they either like clubbing or they don't. I think it's kind of a spectrum. So what you have to do is ask yourself whether the amount you're partying, the amount you're drinking, how late you're staying up, ETC, is reflective of what you actually want to do deep down or reflective of what you think makes you cool. So in other words, if no one would judge you, if it was absolutely guaranteed that no one would judge you, would there be times when you said no to going out or you left the party earlier or I don't know, you made less weekend plans? I think something which is so helpful to remember when it comes to this, and I kind of touched on this earlier, but no one is tracking your movements or thinking about you nearly as much as you think they are. No one is at the club on the dance floor with a pen and paper taking notes of what time everyone leaves. If they are, that's concerning. We might need to look into that, investigate further, but I can almost guarantee you that no one is. Equally, no one is counting how many shots you do on a night out and tallying that up and equating it to cool points. Most people are focused on themselves and they are thinking about what you and everyone else thinks of them. So try and feel liberated by that. Give yourself permission to follow your gut, to do what makes you happy when it comes to how much you want to go out, socialize, party, all that stuff. And I do want to acknowledge that a lot of people live in cultures and societies where a lot of socializing is based around partying and drinking. But that doesn't mean there aren't other ways to hang out with people, whether it's going for walks, meeting for coffee, workout classes, dinners, or whatever. So don't fall into the trap of thinking you're going to lose all your friends and become irrelevant if you stop partying as hard as you currently are. That is not the case. And relevance, as we discussed last week, isn't a term you can apply to human beings. We're all so wonderfully relevant in our own ways. Okay, next thing I want to talk about, and this is maybe more of a niche one, I guess, in some ways, and maybe slightly complex, but I do want to talk about it. I think a lot of us think it's uncool to take our health seriously and to take self-development seriously. In some ways, I honestly think we glorify unhealthy lifestyles. And so there's this perception 
that it's boring to look after yourself. So for example, if you're out with your friends and they are thinking, let's go on a night out tonight or let's go get drinks. So many of us would feel scared to say, you know what, actually, I'm feeling kind of tired. I'm a bit all over the place. I really want to get an early night, wake up tomorrow, go and get myself a coffee and just be with myself and have some alone time. We basically think or we basically fear that it would be uncool to say that. But people, looking after yourself, however that looks to you, is cool. And we need to celebrate that. And I'm absolutely not saying that everyone needs to go to the gym five times a week and eat quote unquote clean the whole time. That is not what I mean by looking after yourself. More what I mean is we have to remove this notion and this idea that self-care makes you boring. You are allowed to say no to plans if you need alone time. You are allowed to order food at the restaurant which nourishes you, even if that's different to what other people are having. You are allowed to exercise or do movement on the days where people around you aren't exercising. And equally, if what self-care means to you is to take more rest, you are allowed to take rest on the days where other people are exercising. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that you should feel entitled to give yourself what you think you need and do not hold back from doing that out of fear of looking uncool. Okay, final thing I want to touch on is appearance. And honestly, I feel like clothes and fashion is probably the thing I slightly subconsciously do care about whether people think I'm cool or not. But as I say, it's subconscious. I'm not conscious of it in that if you ask me whether what I wear or how I cut my hair is influenced by whether or not other people will rate me for it, initially, I'd say absolutely not. But the more I think about it, the more I get honest with myself, I realize, of course it is, at least to some extent, definitely not massively and definitely not as much as it used to be. But I will often send my friends or my sister or my mom pictures of what I'm thinking about wearing or I'll get their opinion on the haircut I'm going to go for and I think that is an indication that it's not just about what I like it's not just about what I want or what I think is a vibe it does matter to me what other people think about the clothes I'm wearing or the haircut or whatever when really what should matter is how I feel in the clothes, whether or not they make me feel comfortable, empowered, good in myself, whatever, and same with the haircut. And listen, maybe for you, the thing that makes you feel comfortable, empowered, and good in yourself is the clothes that's trending or the haircuts that's trending. That is so fine. But if it's not, try not to feel pressure to conform or to dress a certain way just for the sake of perceptions. Do what feels authentic to you and what feels good to you. There are so many other things I want to talk about in this episode, but I equally don't want it to go on forever. I know I said the last one would be the final thing, but I do also want to end by saying that I think one other way we really hold ourselves back because we want to appear cool is not putting ourselves out there. And this can mean so many things. It could mean in terms of relationships in that sometimes we think it's cooler to play hard to get than to be honest with people about how we feel, not just in terms of dating, but honestly also friendships. We think it's uncool to come across as keen, but 
what is this game and why are we playing? I think this also applies to taking risks. People are scared to start the passion project or to start the business or to start the TikTok because they are worried that it's uncool to put themselves out there. But my question for all of us whenever we're in that position is whether we think it is more important to try and be cool or to live fully and to try things out and to do the things we really want to do and to hopefully work towards our goals in doing that. And the irony is that not caring about whether you seem cool is probably something most people would think is cool. But when you don't care what's cool, you don't care that people think it's cool that you don't care what's cool. Did that make sense? I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to leave you all to try and decode that sentence. Let me know if it did make sense. I actually think it could have made sense, but that could just be me feeling very hopeful. I don't know if it makes sense, but hey-ho, I am off to enjoy Ho Chi Minh. So have the best weekend or week ahead. Yeah, week ahead. All weekend when you get to it, depending on when you're listening. I love you all so much. I will speak to you soon. Don't forget to rate this podcast. If you have thoughts, questions, queries, ideas, it's at wonderfullyzoe on TikTok or Instagram. And my website is www.umfreezepod.com. Goodbye.